This is a Federal News Network podcast. They can totally telework from home. Everyone's been telework enabled for years. But even as the virus threat widened, the administrative law judges of the Social Security Administration were told they'd need to work in their offices one more week ending today. The agency seemed reluctant to go ahead on telework. It seemed weird to this judge, who's also president of the Association of Administrative Law Judges, Melissa McIntosh. I think reluctantly is very fair. There's been a lot of uneasiness among my judges here at the Social Security Administration. The agency has provided limited communications with us. They have agreed to permit us to conduct our disability hearings from our alternative duty stations, really our home, starting next Monday. However, we are still required to come into the office to conduct hearings this week. And that's very concerning, in particular in those locations where there are shelter-in-place orders. Got it. So let me ask you this then. Do you have access from home to all of the applications that you need online, all the case management and so forth, that you would have if you were in the office? Absolutely. We are almost completely electronic. Our case files are electronic. We are able to facilitate these hearings from anywhere, so long as we have our work laptop. Well, that's good. I mean, that is to say you were actually telework ready in the first place. Well, most of us do telework. We telework on non-hearing days already. So this should be a smooth transition. However, there are A lot of questions and concerns. We're waiting for guidance. The agency hasn't provided any. I've certainly asked concerning the transition, but I can assure you the judges here are absolutely committed to make this work. We understand how important these hearings are to our claimants, and we definitely are committed to doing whatever it takes to proceed with them. Uh, We are, though, very concerned about being ordered into work when there are shelter-in-place orders. When it's quite obvious, as we all know, and as we will next week, we can conduct these hearings from our home. And how do you do that from the home? Is it FaceTime or Skype or what? No, they will be telephonic, and we have software to be able to receive calls. And frankly, I do not know the logistics of it because we haven't received guidance on it, but we do have software capability. I just was testing mine a a few moments ago, ensuring I could not only make a call, but receive a call. So we'll be on a secured line, someone, and I'm not entirely sure who that will be. I, I believe a support staff person from their location will facilitate the calls and we will proceed, but it will not be video. Got it. Will it be recorded? Absolutely. It has to be recorded per the regulations. Uh, We're very mindful of our due process responsibilities to our claimants. It must be recorded. And let me ask you this. Sometimes I'm imagining in disability types of claims hearings, there might be visual evidence or you might need to see the person with one leg shorter than the other as a result of an accident or missing something. You can't do that with a purely telephonic hearing. Will that affect the efficacy of this at all? That's a really interesting question. I think At the end of the day, we are not medical professionals, so we don't have the expertise to make an assessment in in a way, say, of assessing someone's physical attribute, as, as you just described. However, I would not be genuine to say that I did not personally think in-person hearings are superior, but 
Also, it's the right of a claimant to choose a phone hearing that can facilitate getting a decision sooner. I think that they are appropriate. I, I feel confident we can always ensure due process through a phone hearing. We're speaking with Melissa McIntosh. She is president of the Association of Administrative Law Judges and an administrative law judge at Social Security. And there are much larger employee groups at Social Security represented by other gigantic unions. Are you in touch with them on any common issues related to this whole telework, coronavirus, everybody for himself type of situation? Well, absolutely. And there have been some calls with all three unions, NTEU, AFGE, and ourselves. And in particular, AFGE has emphasized, and I have agreed, that the work at home by quarantine, which is our our standard now, if you have an underlying medical condition, uh, like a respiratory issue, you do not have to report into the office and you don't have to go into the office this week. This is the final week. However, although the CDC specified age, the Social Security Administration will not recognize age as an underlying issue that would make you more susceptible to the virus. So if an individual applied for the ability to not go in, say, this week, he or she was denied if it was solely based on being age 60 or over. I think that's highly problematic. Because I guess in some offices, you do have a slightly aging workforce in Social Security. I can tell you this for my judges. It's a very rigorous process to become an administrative law judge. You have to demonstrate a great deal of experience. So it's uh, fair to say that we do have a large number of individuals who would fall in that category. And the CDC has said those 60 and over are more at risk. Sure. And how would you characterize general morale? and attitude among your judges and what you know of elsewhere in Social Security? It's very unfortunate. Leadership does matter, and leaders do set the tone, and so we're looking to our leaders to give us guidance. And in particular right now, my judges are very focused on how are we going to make these hearings work. We care very deeply about it. We're a group of individuals who lost 56,000 hours of earned leave meeting agency expectations. So The messages all weekend I was receiving were very specific to, um, I'm concerned about this. Is this going to work? How are they going to connect the phones? So there is unease, and we are looking to leadership to give us that guidance and further to assure that there is a concern about our well-being. And that's the issue this week, this final week while we're in the office, that you know, hearings were not perhaps moved to another day or hearings were not uh, done via telephone from our alternative duty stations this week, even though we all know how critical it is to shelter in place so that we don't further spread this virus. Melissa McIntosh is president of the Association of Administrative Law Judges and an AJL at the Social Security Administration. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.